got the finger from Percy. That means it's Wednesday night. It's podcast night. We've got, to me, a fantastic episode lined up, and we uh, got some special guests. James Walk is here, our good friend who is a music nut uh, and a Tom Petty enthusiast. James, we appreciate you coming here to do this with us tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And Brian's back, as always, a member of our team, uh, always adds to the conversation. So, very good. And tonight, we are doing songs by Tom Petty. Tom Petty and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and anything pretty much Tom Petty had anything to do with. It's, it's game on. It's Tom Petty night. And the reason we're doing this is Black Jacket Symphony is performing Full Moon Fever uh, by Tom Petty and Huntsville this weekend at the Orion, which I think Percy is attending. Is that amen? And Brian. Yeah, so, we're attending the first show Saturday yeah, night. If you haven't seen Black Jacket Symphony, do, do an artist. It's, yes. it's a must. They're fantastic. Close your eyes. You're going to hear the artist. So it's a great job. Um, they do a great job. So this should be interesting, a lot of fun. We're, uh, we're going to have the typical rules, as always, and then at the end, we want to build a Tom Petty super playlist, so we're going to throw out some Tom Petty songs that didn't get selected for the top five or honorable mentions to make sure we can put out a uh, great podcast. And before we get started, um, we want to thank our sponsors, Busted Oak Bourbon Society, Doug and Wendy, Always good to us. Robert and Lynn Entrican from Spices Smokehouse Crackers uh, play a big role with us too. And recently, big news for us, Spotify has asked if uh, they could be our sponsor. And it's Spotify for podcasters, which is a big deal. So you got to hit certain numbers on your podcast to be asked to be uh, included with them as them being a sponsor to us. And that just happened yesterday. So, firstly, good news. That's a big round of applause for us. So, something we were sort of shooting for. And they have certain things they look for before they just invite uh, someone or ask if they can sponsor a podcast. And we met that criteria. So, thanks to everybody that listens and has listened because uh, you're the reason that uh, we picked up this sponsor. And... Please, when you when you listen to our podcast, like it, share us, uh, share it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever your social media platform is, and uh, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll never run out of topics. So it's top five Tom Petty with honorable mentions, and we're going to start like we always do. Uh, Percy, have I missed anything? No, I think you got it covered. You keep giving me those lying eyes. Before we get started, we had two of our fellow rockers die. Tim Bachman died last Friday, and yep. Gordon Lightfoot died. Okay, you scared Monday. me. I thought you was fixing to mention Harry Belafonte as a rocker. No, okay. no, but no, he died no, too. No, okay. but, no. you know, yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, personally, I'm I love Gordon Lightfoot, so the Canadian Bob Dylan. So, all right, good call, Brian. Michael, you ready to get into your honorable mentions? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. Uh, you know, the our friend of the show, Jim Harris, talks about how rock and roll is like six degrees of separation. And with uh, Tom Petty, his first group 
Mud Crutch, Tom Ledden was in that. You know who his brother is? Bernie. Bernie Ledden. Bernie, who was in the Eagles. And Don Felder claims in his biography that he gave Tom Petty his first guitar lessons. Well, I didn't know that. So it's amazing how that's all connected. And my first honorable mention is Southern Accents. Oh, man. From an album of the Thunder same Thunder Stolen, name. right off the bat. That's such a great, I'm, that's a great selection. And you know, there's a line in there how he talks about, he says the Yankees call it dumb. Talking about Southern Accents. And Robbie Robertson helped produce this album. Okay, from the band. And it was originally a concept album, but it kind of got changed around, and it was done at Sound City. My second honorable mention is Learning to Fly. Okay. I like Learning to Fly. Tom and uh, Jeff Lynn wrote, and it was played for the documentary of the Chicago Bulls, 1990-91 season. All right, I did not remember that. And my last honorable mention is The Waiting. Okay. And it was inspired by Janis Joplin quote that said she loved being on stage. It's just the waiting. Is the hardest part. And... Roger McGowan claims to have said it to him, but Tom Petty swears up and down that it was that it was from Janice. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, those are good honorable mentions to start off. So, Brian, what you got for us? I got my first one is I need to know. And Petty, Petty said he was trying to make a song like uh, Wilson Pickett's Land of a Thousand Dances. Love Wilson Pickett, recorded in Muscle Shoals. My second one is Even the Losers. Good choice. Uh, Petty was the soul writer on this song. He framed the lyric around interpersonal relationship. He did that because of his battle with MCA Records, his legal battle. Yeah, there was a big one. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a big battle. And if you haven't seen the documentary, Running down a dream. It's almost four hours long, but it's worth the watch. You know, he said he wasn't going to sign. Yes, they they were going to take all his rights, and uh, he said, "I will. You'll never get another." And I quote Tom Petty. He said, "Fuck you. I'll sell peanuts." Yep, Mm -hmm. pretty much. And he won that uh, case in court. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And my third is room at the top. Oh man, uh, that's that's my favorite Tom Petty song. He said it was about escapism. It's when he was dealing with uh, the divorce from his first wife and his descent into heroin. He said he didn't even remember writing the song. But it's such a great song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's from the Echo album. Wasn't that 2010, I think? No, it was 1999. 1999? Okay, got my notes wrong. Great song. That's my three. That's your three. All right, James. I'm interested because I know you have dug deep into this. So my first honorable mention was The Wait. It's already been touched on. It's a great song. Uh, It was the lead single on that album. Yes. So it's definitely a great need to hear. 
My second honorable mention is Crystal River. Okay. So this is a mud crutch. Um, Tom Petty and Mike Campbell, those two together. This thing is got organs. It's almost like you're in the back row at a Grateful Dead concert. It is good. Um, well, Tom actually, Petty and Mike Campbell and the Grateful Dead go hand right. in hand. It was actually named after a Florida nature preserve because of the area. Which Tom Petty is from Gainesville, Florida. Correct. He's a Correct. southern boy, hence southern accent. Right. And then my third honorable mention is Casadega. All right, tell us about Casadega. All right. Casadega is another one of those that a lot of that not a lot of people know about with Tom Petty. Um, it kind of Sounds like the zombies. Um, it was a B-side to Don't Do Me Like That. Okay. Um, it was another one of those songs that originated from Mike Campbell. He gave Petty the demo. Um, it's about a stranger in a town in his home state. It's a great song. Um, it's one of those that you need to listen to. Definitely. Excellent. Good choices. Did y'all know one of his highlights of his career was he said he got to back up Johnny Cash in 1996? Yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah, Tom played with so many people, and, and right. Jeff Lynn was mentioned. They had a fantastic friendship, which uh, with George Harrison, Bob Dylan, and Roy Orbison led into the. And like most Logan. people, that Johnny recorded their songs after Johnny recorded "I Won't Back Down." Tom said, "I wish I'd never sang it." Yeah, it just gave it to Johnny. Yeah, uh, Rick Rubin, who uh, worked with Tom Petty and Johnny Cash. So I mean, you could—that was a good, good handoff, though. So, all right, my honorable mentions. I'm going to start off with one I like. Uh, Here comes my girl. That's just one that always grabbed me. Um, makes me think of my beautiful wife when I see her come into the room, so I just just love the song. So that had to be on my list, at least as an honorable mention. My other one is You Got Lucky. I love the whole riff of that song. It's uh, it's on his greatest hits, um, and it's from the Long After Dark album, and that, he was in his heyday. And I, I challenge anybody to check out Blackberry Smoke's acoustic version of You Got Lucky. Of you Got Lucky. It's yeah, famous. Blackberry Smoke. Everybody loved Tom Petty. If you didn't love Tom Petty, something was wrong with you, man. Everybody loved Tom Petty. All musicians loved him. Uh, people that really didn't get into him. And I'll tell you a little story. I always loved Tom Petty, but I didn't realize how much I love I loved Tom Petty until he passed away. That and happened so realized, many times. Yeah. That happened for me with him. Glenn Fry. B, well, no, not for me so much because I always loved, but B.B. King was really one after he passed away, along with him and Tom, where you just really yeah. appreciate it. Something is missing in the world. You don't know what you got till it's gone, basically. Is That's exactly saying. right. Yeah. Yes. Another That's what Tom song. Kiefer told me anyway. Yeah. That's another Cinderella. Song. Yeah, Cinderella. it sure is. Tom Petty should have done a version of that. All right, so... My next honorable mention, and this has a neat story to it, it's uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. So the weird story behind this is it was, it's a, one of his greatest hits, 
but it did not come on a prior album. It was recorded solely for the Greatest Hits album. And Tom was like, why, this isn't the Greatest Hit. I've never recorded this before. But they put it on the Greatest Hits album, along with another one. And when I remember the title of that, I'll share that later. But it's a great song. And uh, it may actually made, I think, our 420 playlist as well, which it should have. So anyway, interesting story behind it. All right, we're at number five. And tonight, we're going to go five through one, and then we're going to throw out some things for the Ultimate Tom Petty playlist. So, Percy, what's your number five? My number five is one of his more harder rocking songs out of one of his more harder rocking albums. And it's from Wildflowers, and it's Cabin Down Below. Dang, what a great song. What a great song. That was just, that was his most hardest rocking album, and that was just, a gym there because you know when he played on Saturday Night Live he didn't have a drummer and he called Dave Grohl and asked him if he wanted to be the drummer and Dave Grohl was like what the crap does he need a drummer for he's like yeah I'll be there but Dave Grohl had lost interest in playing drums after Nirvana and that kind of got him you know, back it interested in it. Yeah, Dave Grohl would have been great with the Heartbreakers, but chose another route, and it really worked out for him. Did it not? No. Definitely epic. So, Brian, what's your number five? My number five is Love is a Long Road. That's a good song. That's off the Full Moon Fever album. Yeah. And that's another Campbell. He wrote this one. He credited, credited his motorcycle with inspiring him to write the song. He was really in the frame of mind that it feels like a motorcycle shifting gears. Nice. About his girl. Good choice. All right, James, what you got, bro? So my number five is gonna be another Mud Crutch. Um, I first heard this song, it was a Doc Watson song. And after hearing Tom Petty do it, I later heard Rick Rubin's version with um, Johnny Cash, Shady Grove. Shady Um, Grove. Jerry Garcia, Dave Grissom. There's been many artists throughout history that have played this song. Charlene Darling. Charlene on the Andy Griffith show, yes. It's a folk song that if you just sit down and listen to it, it's just amazing. And it's, uh, it came out on their 2008 album, the Deluxe Edition. Um, it's one of those that you need to hear. Okay. That was the same album that had Six Days on the Road. Great yes. old Dave Dudley song. That's good stuff. All right, fantastic. Kevin Murdoch, fantastic. All right, so my number five from Full Moon Fever, that's an inside joke. Brian is looking at it like, who the hell's Kevin? He's been on the podcast. He, he loves it when I say fantastic. All right, so anyway, my number five from Full Moon Fever, Free Fallin'. It's got to be on there. That's a top five, man. And it's going to be some people's number one. So it was uh, even played in the great movie Jerry Maguire. So when he, uh, uh, I guess he signed a contract with somebody and found that song on the radio. But Free Fallen's a great song, and uh, that's my number five. So, Percy, what's your number four? My number four is from Full Moon Fever, and it's Running Down a Dream. Tom, Jeff, 
and Mike wrote this song, and they gave a nod to Dale Shannon in this song. They did. And I believe it was because Tom stole Dale's bass player. He did, and it pissed Dale off. It pissed Dale off. He got over it, but this was Tom's way of, hey, I'm going to give you a nod because I stole your bass player. Yeah. Because him and Dale were singing a little runaway. It's a great story. And Tom wasn't, a fr Tom wasn't like backhanded stealing people's musicians. But if they were interested and he was thinking about the Heartbreakers or his musicians versus that guy or that girl, he took them. He wrote songs originally for Stevie Nicks and then said, mm, I think I'll keep this one. But he came up with something else for her. So, all right, so that was your number four. Brian, what's your number four? My number four is You Wreck Me. Great song. It was initially titled as You Rock Me. And they changed it. It's about the story of two people coming together despite the risk and dangers of the unknown. Good choice. All right, James, what's your number four? So my number four has already been mentioned here this evening as an honorable mention. And there's a little bit more I want to add to this, to Percy's selection. Uh, this song came from Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics. It was co-written. Mm -hmm. And Southern Accents is what I'm speaking of. Um, great song. It was the lead, it, it was on the lead single with Don't Come Around Here No More, which we just talked about. But this, this album, it's filled with just so many great songs. But Southern Accent, it's already been mentioned as an honorable mention, but this is my number four pick. That's a great pick, yeah. There's so many to pick from. All right, my number four. I'm going with classic, Refugee. I mean, I think Refugee sort of put Tom on the map. Um, and his duet with Stevie, of course, which may or may not be mentioned. But uh, Refugee, great song, uh, very rock, good lyrics, classic Tom Petty, my number four. Percy, what you got for number three? My number three was definitely not a hit, but Tom wrote it, and it's I Need to Know. It was a very rocking song. And actually, if you've never heard it, Poison did an album of covers called Poisoned. And they do a, a really great version of this. But it's, especially in his early years, that was one of his more rocking songs. It's sad that it's not a hit because it's a great song. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. All right. My, Ryan, my number three is... Which, by the way, this is the nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty. Yeah. My number three is Jamming Me. Great song. Well, yes. and, I, you know, Bob Dylan helped, helped write <clears throat> the lyrics. You know, they came up with the lyrics by picking words out of a newspaper off TV. And, you know, Mike Campbell wrote the music, and a lot of people don't know that he wrote music for Don Henley, Boys of Summer and Heart of the Matter. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yes. I didn't know that. I knew that. All right. Good number three. James, what you got for number three? So my number three is Learning to Fly. Uh, great song. Um, I love it. It's got tons of acoustic in it. It's got thick strumming. Um, it's got a great breakdown. But it's just the words in the song that really make it click with me. It's one of those where you're riding down the road with the wind down, and it's just like two seconds into it, everything that you have on your mind goes away. It's a great song. Good choice. All right, my number three. 
All right, I'm going with You Don't Know How It Feels to Be Me. <clears throat> I, I love the song. That's off the Wildflower album. And no, which, we don't. Yes, no. And you don't want to know how it feels to me, <laughs> be me, except on occasion. So, anyway. That's my number three. Love that album. And, you know, what a follow-up as a solo album. You know, I know he had some of the heartbreakers, especially Campbell played with him on the solo albums, but you got Full Moon Fever as your solo album, and then your next follow-up solo album is Wildflowers. Give me a break, man. So that's my number three. But you did have Rick Rubin on that, so I mean that. You can't go wrong. If Rick Rubin's involved, you got hits. I mean... You can talk about a lot of guys that produced. He's a seamstress. He is the one. <laughs> All right. First, we're getting down to it. What you got? Number two. My number two is off Full Moon Fever, and Jeff Lynn produced it, and it's You're So Bad. That's a great one. That's just one of my favorite Tom Petty songs. <clears throat> it just... And we talked earlier about the relationship with Petty and, and Jeff Lynn and And it's kinda it's, to me it's kinda uh he would put some hidden like he had almost like a sick sense of humor. And this is one of those songs where he put some of those phrases in there. I always like to call him Bob Dylan with a sense of humor. Uh, that's a good analogy in a lot of ways. Cause this this song has some great lines in it. Yeah. Well, Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, you listen to them. I mean, they ultimately became the Traveling Wilburys, but you listen to their music. Jeff Lynn waved his wand through a lot of their music, and you can tell. Um, and it's, it's, it's great stuff. So, all right, good selection. Brian, what you got? My number two has already been took by Mr. Percy. It's Cabin Down Below. Great song. And if you listen to the just the one one line here, it says, Yeah, baby, let's go to the cabin down below. Oh, baby, let's love in the cabin down below. So one would think they're talking about sex. You know, just my opinion. I mean, they could be talking about cooking. I like to cook. Yeah, I mean. And I don't think they are. But we'll go with that if that's what you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean. It's, is he down there with oh, Betty Crocker? It's, it's, <laughs> Could be. Well, knowing Tom, he's make, she's making him some brownies. All right, good good choice. What you got, James? So my number two is volume one of the Traveling Wilburys. It's a reggae-timed story about a man with a one-night stand, and it's called Last Night. I love the song. And they all chime in on that one. Yes. And they all have different one. lead points yes. in that. Yes, it's one of the first, one of those super groups that you just, Yeah. It, it's influenced me my entire life. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I mean, the lineup in the Traveling Wilburys, they had two albums. Well, they, were, they were the rock version of the Highwaymen. They yes. were, yeah. The, the folk rock, or not even folk rock, just the rock version. That's a good analogy, person. All right. My number two. I don't think this made anybody's list, but it's it's a it's a good rocker. It's Saving Grace from Highway Companion, which was uh, one of his later uh, albums, and it gets you from from the start. And I just always love the song. I've, I've got the album, 
or the CD at least. We'll play that later. But uh, love the song, and that's my number two, and I'm proud it's on my list. All right, Purse, The Moment of Truth. My number one is... Number one. I'm sure nobody's going to have this, and it may be my sick sense of humor along with Tom Petty, but it's The Girl on LSD. Great yeah, song. That's a great song. <laughs> great song. Great selection. You dug deep. You probably needed a nap after you picked that one. I did. So do yeah. you know the first time he played that live? No, I do not. Tell us. I want to say it was like in between 12 and six, 2016. He did not play that song live, but he did it for like five or six sets after that. It was not one that he played at concerts. Yeah, because I, I saw the concert, uh, the the video of him anyway, and he said that they hadn't played this in forever, and he right. was going to try to do it. And it's just, I mean. I battled with uh, this one. This was, and he I, talks about, <clears throat> basically goes all the drugs, even like coffee. He said, I, I once had a girl on coffee. At times yeah, I couldn't. we listened to this the other At time. times I couldn't keep her off me. <laughs> yeah. Shame on her. It's meant to be as a joke almost, but if you really think it's about the meaning cheek. of those, yeah, I know. I mean, it, you, I, I know a lot of people that could fit into one of those categories. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a great song. It is. Makes you smile, doesn't it? It does. All right. All right. Brian, numero uno, brother. My number one, and I'm proud of this one. Nobody didn't get it, but and that Mark uh, Percy won't think I've ever picked nothing like this is. Louisiana Rain. Fantastic. Yes. You know, he talks about being in Louisiana and how he'll never be the same after going to Baton Rouge. Yep. But I didn't know that he released that in 79. I didn't know that Bonnie Tyler released it in 78. I didn't know Bonnie Tyler released that. I didn't either. Wow. I did some research. Turn around, Bright Eyes. Can't go so- That's you, Percy. Can't go wrong without songs about rain. No. Or Louisiana. Or Louisiana. That's, that's, these are two podcast you have, topics right there. Sometimes you have to leave Louisiana in the broad daylight. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't. All right, James, I'm curious what you got. So a lot of people, either you know this song or you don't. He didn't play it live until 2013 tour. And this is another one of those where he played it for five or six sets afterwards. It's a song about two outlaws in New Jersey. This is a traveling Wilburys, and I'm talking about Tweeter and the Monkey. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Such a good choice. Bruce, it's it's got references to New Jersey, Bruce Springsteen. Bob Dylan said that this song was meant as a praise. It's a great song. Um, They were both just hard up for cash. Yeah. Tweeter and the Monkey Man. That could be our new podcast name. Of course, I'm going to be Tweeter and you're the monkey man. I mean, look at you. That, that would work. You don't even know how to tweet. <laughs> I don't. I don't even have Twitter. Is that the whole thing, Twitter? That's Twitter. It's actually called Twitter. Yeah. But you have to tweet, and yes. you, don't, you have no idea the concept of that. I had you tweet that. for me I think once. you could be the Boy Scout. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I got kicked out of the Cub Scouts. I never made it to the Boy Scouts. That's a whole other topic, though. All right, my number one. Once I get my number one, we've got time. We're going to do a little round robin to build a a cool playlist. Y'all go with that? All right, my number one, sentimental meaning, again, like here comes my girl for my wife. 
Um, this one's for my mom. Tom Petty loved his mother, and she passed away, and he was pretty devastated. And it's Wildflowers. And if you've ever seen him perform it live, especially on that documentary, you get it. I mean, so everybody know here, I mean, those that know my mom love my mom. So. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, sir. this one's for her. So that's my number one. All right, so this is like Jeopardy. You don't have to, we had one week where you were taking songs for 200, I think. So we're not gonna do that. We're gonna go around uh, a few times and we're gonna build the Tom Petty Ultimate Playlist. Percy, we'll start with you. Things that should be on a Tom Petty Playlist, but we didn't mention. You go. I'll go with another rockin' song from Wildflowers and it's Honey Bee. Uh, song. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, another one of his songs, High in the Morning. Uh, another song from Wildflowers, Harry Green. Oh, that's a good one. I hadn't thought about that one in a while. Uh, another one from Mud Crutch, Six Days on the Road. Okay, yeah. It's a cover. Yes, it's a cover of a great Dave Dudley song. Yeah, old Dave. All right, Brian, you got anyone you want? Yeah. Any that you want to add to the I've playlist? I've got three, y'all, and I don't think I don't think nobody mentioned these. I don't think nobody mentioned Breakdown, did they? No, and no. that's a, that has to be on there. Nobody <clears throat> mentioned American Girl. No, and it has to be on there. And here's one of his older ones, Crystal River. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Good choice. And that's my three. Okay, James, you got any you want to add to the Ultimate Tom Petty playlist? Um. The original release on my first one was Into the Great Wide Open. It's All the Wrong Reasons. Okay. That's a good one. Um, another one that I like, it was released, uh, released with Hypnotic Eye. It's American Dream Plan B. Oh, okay. This will be great. And then probably my last would be on The Last DJ, and it's Blue Sunday. Blue Sunday. Man, I hadn't heard that in forever. Good choices. Okay, this is going to make a, a great playlist, so I'm going to add to it. Um, I don't think we mentioned Don't Do Me Like That. I don't think we mentioned uh, Don't Come Around Here. That's got to be on there. I don't think we mentioned, we did mention, did we mention Into the Great Wide Open? All right, that's on there. Stop Dragging My Heart Around. It's got to be on there. You know, I didn't really know who Tom Petty was until he did that duet with... Uh, Stevie Nicks. I mean, that was 78 um, on the Belladonna album, and all of a sudden, she knew who he was. She wanted to actually play with the Heartbreakers. She, she was tired she of would Fleetwood have left Mac. Fleetwood she would have left the Heartbreakers. Them, and Tom Petty said, no, this is an all-guy band, and turned down Stevie Nicks. But, uh, I mean, it worked out for both of them. And so. that song was written for her, but the producer was smart enough to say I've got both of these together we're going to make it a duet yeah fantastic so those are the ones that I've got we're going to put forth to you guys uh, this is a good podcast we all love Tom Petty we're going to have a, a great playlist that will be probably available the day after tomorrow once we sift through the rubble get this uh, published and uh, thanks James for being here Brian Always good to have you here. Um, you're you're a, a weekly 
uh, staple here. And uh, love you guys. Love everybody. Anybody want to give any shout-outs out there? All right. Well, then, thanks. And all I got to say is bye-bye.